Hi, Sinan here. So, this segment was cut out from episode 51, our Game of the Year show, which just went up a couple of days ago, and uh, the only reason it was not included was because of time issues. The episode had already hit in at two hours, and I didn't think we wanted to make it two and a half hours. But we did want to include uh, this segment in some shape or form, so we decided to produce it as a separate episode. And uh, it's basically an award section. We give out a few awards, uh, each of us, to some of the deserving games this year, for better or for worse. So here you go, an extra bonus segment for 2012, episode 51.5, The Awards. go on with our next uh, batch of games. We're going to have the first annual Big Red Game of the Year Awards. Whipping and cheering. Oh, oh yeah. Woo! Woo! Turn off our mutes. Yay! Oh yeah. <laughs> Don't reveal the podcasting secrets. Uh, mute button. It's a secret. Uh, <laughs> right. And we've got four awards this year. Uh, apart from the Game of the Year award, obviously. And they are, and I'm sure we'll add to these over the years if we do ever have another show. If, and so, anyway, uh, we have the near pleasant surprise of the year in, in honor of a, a game that we seem to. Did get someone say obsessed. year? Hey! Ha, 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 ha. I can almost hear Brad Galloway writing a, a tweet. Um, Right, so near pleasant surprise, we have the uh, Final Fantasy XIII award for the most disappointing game of 2011. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Final Fantasy. We also have the uh, Demon Souls best 2010 game of 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in fact, that is quite funny because I think one of my nominations is a 2010 game of 2011 anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, we also have the Rogue Warrior worst game of the year. In honour of Joe's travails, 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 travils with <laughs> that game. Travesties. Travesties, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> How bad was that game, Joe? You know, I really can't. Honestly, it, it's like three hours long. How could I really criticise that game too much? I mean, the, wor- the worst three hours of your life? No, you know, no, because the, the credits theme song where Mickey Rourke raps about killing bitches, I, you really can't do that. <laughs> if anyone hasn't heard that song, look it up on YouTube. It's great. That's quite a thought. Anyway, uh, so let's round table this up, guys, and find out what uh, has won all of your personal awards. I don't think we'll have a, a joint award because I just cannot be bothered. So I'm going to go to Zan first. Mm-hmm. Zan, what was your near pleasant surprise of 2011? Um, Paul Blocks, or as it's known in the US, Pushmo, which is a 3DS, what do they call it? Whatever they call their, their store. It's not DSiWare, but. eShop. eShop, thank you. Yeah. Uh, which um, Jeff has reviewed on Eurogamer Notice. And yeah. I think you liked it as well, Jeff. Yeah, it was excellent. I actually, just before the show, I almost swapped out Deus Ex for Paul Blocks. Um, I actually do think Pole Box is probably the better game, but Deus Ex just, you know, surprised me and, and made me, and addicted me, I guess, a little bit more. I think you could argue it's the first game to truly use uh, visual stereo- stereoscopic 3D as part of gameplay. 
um, because it's a key element of how the puzzles work. If you don't didn't have the stereoscopic 3D, it just it would work, but it just wouldn't work. You have to really play it to experience it. But um, check out the um, Giant Bomb Quick Look as well. It gives a really good impression of the game if you've not got a 3DS. Excellent. Uh, I'm glad we've made mention of a 3DS game because uh, I'm worried that might be the only mention of a 3DS game. Anyway, swiftly moving on. The Final Fantasy 13 most disappointing game of the year for you was? Uh, Motorstorm Apocalypse. Um, and uh, I read quite recently that it almost bankrupted that studio as well, which would have been very sad because their first two games were sensational. They were some of the best things on the PS3, actually, especially um, early on with Motorstorm. But um, Motorstorm Apocalypse was just a mess and uh, took all of the key gameplay elements that made Motorstorm so great, which is mainly to do with the kind of um, uh, different land types, you know, so different vehicles work better in mud and... Uh, on sort of rock and, and in dirt and they completely threw that out and made this kind of hackneyed split second blend um, of a game and filled it with objectionable voiceovers and it's just it's just horrible uh, don't ever play it that's sad I remember seeing that a Eurogamer and thinking oh that looks quite good yeah me too uh, me too yeah that's sad uh, that's very sad to hear okay uh, let's move on then we have the Demon Souls Best 2010 Game of 2011. This, this can also go to uh, a game that wasn't in 2010, just not to a game in 2011. Okay, so uh, most of my favourite games this year were from not this year, so uh, notable things that Mario Galaxy, first time I managed to play that properly. Um, yes, I, I remember you going on about that on a certain podcast, about how it was terrible and ungettable, intoable. Yep, and... yep. Well, I still agree. I, I think the first <laughs> first six levels of that game are the worst introduction to how that game works possible, because they've made me feel sick, and yet um, I should get past that. They never use any of those same visual tricks again. They just throw everything at you in the first two or three worlds, and it's just vomit-inducing, and I just couldn't work out what the hell was going on. And as soon as you get past that, it's a wonderful, wonderful game. Um, but very quickly, uh, Dragon Age, I played for the, after I played Dragon Age 2, which is again a bit weird, and uh, I thought that was brilliant. But my 2010 game of 2011 is EA Create, which I still to this day main, maintain was criminally overlooked. I, I, I personally think it's far superior to the little big, big planet games, and it had virtually no press on release. EA sent it out to die, I think. It's probably the best game that Brightlight Studios have made, for, for sure, and it is. The, the the variety, the the design, the the amount that game makes you think. Uh, I've not found anything quite like it in the last sort of five or six years. Yeah, I actually had the pleasure of previewing that game, and it was, I guess, the best way to describe it is a mixture of the kind of Little Big Planet building mechanics, but there's also mm-hmm. a challenge side to it as well. It's and... predominantly a puzzle game, yeah, and the, you have different types of puzzles, but um, a lot of the puzzles involve creating contraptions to solve problems. So it's very similar. I mean, I'm a huge fan of Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, and it has a lot of similarities to that. But what did it's, you play on, just in I played it on the 360, so it, I didn't have um, direct control. But I would, if anyone's going to get it, I would recommend getting it on the PS3. Yeah, and, with uh, Move. With Move, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, and finally, the Rogue Warrior Award for the worst game of 2011. Okay. I only played the demo, but the... the, or the trial as they call it don't they but the trial lasted about 40 minutes so it tells you what they thought of the game um, and that was Ghostbusters Sanctum of Slime which I thought was just dreadful I just couldn't see any redeeming features in it at all really it was like a really bad uh, gauntlet clone um, 
which made no sense at all. Uh, I just, I just, it just was a confusing mess and and extremely dull. And I guess probably most people think that as well. Yeah, well, that's one of the worst reviewed games of this year. I'm pretty sure. I think it's it's averaging something like thirty on Metacritic. So uh, shame. I give it one mm. star. Well, hey. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a that's a glowing recommendation for Sanctum of Slime there from uh, the crew. So let's move on to Jeff. Jeff, the near pleasant surprise of 2011 for you was? Um, well, you know, I guess it kind of depends on how you what you consider a pleasant surprise. For me, it's a game that I think is going to be bad that is good. Um, Zam made a really good point about Pole Blocks, which is a game that I just didn't think about until it was out. I'd already had it recommended to me before I reviewed it, so I can't quite call that a pleasant surprise because or at least I can't say it, it exceeded my expectations because by the time I'd heard about it I was hearing good things but for me a game that I thought looked kind of poor that really surprised me was Fear 3. I enjoyed Fear 1 and 2 but you know both those games have really good combat and really bad everything else and that was fine for a game or two but I wasn't sure that that could really that would still be interesting the third time around. And in a lot of ways, it, you know, it's still that, that same balance of great combat and kind of meh other things. But this one's a lot more inventive. Like, you have the second character you can play as who's a ghost, and you can hop around between bodies. It has a great co-op mode, and it, it doesn't feel like any other first-person shooter that I've played. All right, so Jeff, what's your Final Fantasy thirteen most disappointing game of 2011? Um, I'm gonna go with Skyrim. I I wasn't that excited well, about. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you there because we will definitely get to Skyrim later. Oh yeah, okay, sure. Um, so we'll we'll, we'll talk, bring it up then. Yeah, okay. But yes, Skyrim. I may have given away. We've given away already two of them so far. Anyway, never mind. Uh, so we have uh, most disappointing Skyrim. That that's actually I've had a few people say similar things, and I'm sure we'll get onto that later. So, we have the best 2010 game of 2011, the uh, Demon's Souls Award. Yeah, can it just be Demon's Souls again? Even though I've played that before. <laughs> I actually just, you want. I, I just beat Demon's Souls for the second time last night, so proud of myself. Um, but yeah, I, I hardly played any games from previous years. Only two that come to mind that I played were uh, I started to follow New Vegas, which wasn't really clicking with me. And I played Peace Walker as part of the Metal Gear Solid collection. And even that's iffy because, you know, it's the first time it was on console. So I guess Peace Walker, <laughs> um, by default. <laughs> still I think we're going to make that Demon Souls for you, quite sure. frankly. <laughs> it's still I Demon think, Souls. Still, yeah, still so, an amazing game. So that so Demon Souls wins the Jeffrey Matt Left Demon Souls Award for two for best two hundred again. I can't even say it. Let's move on. The last game for you, Jeff, is the Rogue Warrior Worst Game of the Year. Well, you know, for most of the year, it would have been Sanctum of Slime. It was the first game I ever gave one star to, and absolutely dreadful. But, in October, there was a contender for an even worse game. Possibly the Uh, worst game I've ever played. And that is Cursed Crusade. Which is this third-person co-op hack-and-slash game set in the Crusades. And, you know, I, I didn't think it would be that good or anything, but it, you know, it was, yeah, it was a bunch of title here, but it it was distributed, it was published by Atlas, and, you know, they have a good track record for, you know, pretty good niche import games, or at least interesting games, 
this was neither. It was just terrible in every way. What I, was your one plus again? Remind us your one. Yes, your one pro. I, I reviewed it for G four and in the pro con section. The only pro I could think of was you can skip cutscenes. <laughs> there you go. That that <laughs> is against half cutscenes, by the way. <laughs> and, and I'm not you sure which half, half the game. is better or worse. Honestly, they're they're both so bad. It's terrible <sighs> to play. Terrible to watch. Just wow. I think that has more than enough time on Curse Crusade, quite frankly. We've mentioned it twice already this year. Let's not mention it again. Joe, Joe D'Elia. Hi. Hi, Joe D'Elia. Hi. The near pleasant surprise of 2011 for Joe D'Elia was? The near pleasant surprise of 2011 was Mortal Kombat. You know, I, a, I just a few good things about that from from Mortal Kombat fans. It has to be said. You know, I have not played a Mortal Kombat uh, since Mortal Kombat Four, and I'm not really a huge fighting game fan. So this one really caught me off guard. the The story mode is actually really fun to play. Um, you know, it, it kind of takes each character kind of has a couple stages, and and you play through it. And there's like a mini story for each character, and then most of them die in brutal, brutal, brutal ways. Um, it kind of rewrites the story of the first three Mortal Kombat's. I, I thought it was a blast. I thought it was a lot of fun to play. Excellent. Okay, so we then go on to the uh, the Final Fantasy thirteen most disappointing game of the year for you. Would be Shadows of the Dam, but now we're going to talk about that one later. So I'm going to say Fear 3. Um, which, Fear 3? Yeah, Fear 3, I'm sorry, Fear 3. Oh, Fear 3. I, I am not clear enough, I, I apologize. That's uh, right, because Gears 3 is good. Gears 3 is pretty good, yeah. Fear 3, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, Jeff, but to me, I really liked what Monolith did in the previous games and setting a great mood and having a lot of, like, weird, freaky cutscenes in between all of the, the shooting, and I thought Fear 3 did not deliver on any of that. I thought it was boring, I thought it was generic, and I thought it completely destroyed the legacy of that series. So, um, even though the, the comboing and the, the co-op stuff was pretty cool, but I can't play that game again. I thought it was terrible. So that's the oh. most pleasant disappointment. Yes, of, uh, absolutely. 2011. Right, the Demon Souls Awards were best 2010 game of 2011. Not quite 2010, but Chrono Trigger, because I've never played it before in my life, and I've been playing it on the DS lately, and it's been fantastic. I can hear super happy fun time shows Chris O'Regan doing a little <laughs> jig of joy. Oh, it's he so good. He adores that game. So and good. It, it's so worthy, good. worthy, definitely. And you can get it on DS. Which yeah, it's out. like... It's like fifteen bucks in America. It's probably equally cheap in the UK. You really need to play it. It's on PSN now too. Buy it there. It's there on. It's on iPhone as well. It's about yeah, two it's everywhere. <laughs> just just play already. And finally, the the worst game of the year, the Rogue Warrior Award. Am I only person here to beat Duke Nukem Forever? Yes. All right then. Surely I'm the only one that can speak about it then. That game is a piece of crap. Do not play that game. <laughs> that game goes for four ninety nine new in the United States right now. It came out six months ago. What does that tell you? It was in the Steam sales recently, and I was like, I think it came down to £7.30 or something. I was like, that's still £7.30 too much. Yeah. My God, that game is terrible. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, uh, yeah. Uh, I can't even speak. I can't even speak. It is is awful. (laughs) It is awful. It is vile. Let's move on. Eddie Insato, the near pleasant surprise of 2011 for you. I wasn't really super surprised by much this year. Um, so I guess I would go with stacking, simply because there was a short window of notice from the point when I knew that it existed to the point that I played it. So I don't know. If you <laughs> so it, what do you say when you're using the word surprise? It's, it's almost in a sort of literal. It crept up. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Um, have you guys played stacking? Yeah, I oh, feel yeah. bad. No, I've had like ten recommendations. Oh, it's it's really good. Obviously, it's um. What, you call it? what are they called? 
Double Fine Productions. Um, and it's about the Russian stacking dolls, the Matryoshka dolls. And uh, it's got a really cool art style. It's done like a silent film, so it's it's oozing with, with its own style. And the way that you play the game is by jumping. You're, you're the smallest doll, and you jump into bigger ones, one size bigger than yourself, and you can do things as different dolls. With each one that you jump into, you take on a persona, and each of them has a different skill, and that does something in the world. Like they have one thing that they do that will be effective in the world to solve a particular puzzle or goal and it's just put together really well and uh the story's kind of ridiculous and funny so that's cool it definitely sounds like the best game about russian dolls from 2011 uh for sure and you didn't play elo milo (laughs) actually i think those are swedish dolls but and they might have come out 2010 i'm not sure um anyway final fantasy 13 most disappointing award uh of 2011 that I would have to say, just based on my own love of another game by its director, Shadows of the Damned. Because every time a Suda game comes out, whoa, 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 save it. We're coming onto it later. Okay. Best 2010 game of 2011, the Demon Souls Award. All right, this one's going to be short too because I realized that even though I started playing this game when it came out in 2010, I actually finished it February this year. And that game is called Near. We've said enough uh, about that. Did someone blah, blah, laugh track blah? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Rogue Warrior. The Rogue Warrior Award for the worst game of the year. Oh, man. You know, I didn't really play many terrible games, but I did start to play Brink. And at the beginning of that game, there's like a literally a 30-minute chunk of just sitting there having the game explain itself to you. So I just stopped playing. So that's as close as I can get. Yeah, that counts for me. (laughs) That'll do. That's available in all good stores at about four to nine pounds. So one suspects it could possibly be worthy of that award for other reasons. I've got it actually to play, so I'm hoping maybe it's not, but um, we'll see. I will very quickly go through mine. Uh, So for pleasant surprise, the the near award, I chose Bulletstorm because it's an epic game and I was not expecting it to be as well written and funny and actually to do something new in terms of uh, mixing up shooting. So there you go. My best 2010 game of 2011, I'm going to cycle through this, guys. It's way too quick for you to join in. Uh, It's going to be Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, because um, Eddie loves Assassin's Creed, so I felt I had to mention it, but it's actually probably the best Assassin's Creed game. Yay! I'm not going to say... I'm not going to be snide and say something like, that's not saying much. Uh, So the most disappointing, the... uh, I don't even remember what that is anymore. The most disappointing award. That goes to either Dragon Age 2, um, which I know, uh, Zan, you disagree with. No, not... Is it you, Zan? Yes, I liked it, but um, I can understand why people don't like it, because there are some pretty obtuse things in it. But The, the, the kind of... For me, it was the uh, it not being finished. That yes, was, that's one of them. <laughs> that was where I was coming from, pretty much. L.A. Noire was my other choice for that, because... It, wasn't what it was cracked up to be. My other choice then, the last choice for the worst game of the year. I know I didn't finish it, Joe, but I'm, I, can I say it anyway? You have my permission. Duke Nukem Forever, it's absolutely pants. Balls, balls, rubbish and ass. Right, so that is our awards for 2011. Uh, and I think uh, if you've learned nothing from this but to not play Sanctum of Slime and Duke Nukem Forever, then you have at least learned that. 
Gucci Gucci. Hail to the king, baby. What about the game, Duke? Was it any good? Yeah, but after 12 years, it should be.